Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we go. It is Jacob Warren. The Vol Report with Jacob is brought to you by our friends at Drs. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn. CCTIs.com. Tell you more about them. But uh, here we go, Jacob. Uh, again, the countdown, the last of the last in college. You're getting ready to, to head on uh, to the NFL, be a superstar, Hall of Fame player. Before you know it, you're going to have gray hair in your beard like uh, like me one day. But you're looking tight right now. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, man, just uh, just early today, finished up the last couple of assignments that I needed to do for uh, for school. You know, not pursue, wasn't pursuing another degree or anything, but um, finished up this semester and, you know, just realizing that that's the last bit of school I'll, I'll ever do probably. Maybe. We'll see. So um, kind of <clears throat> kind of interesting, but very, very cool. Well, when we met um you were a kinesiologist uh major and yeah i tried my hardest to, to i said that right by the way uh i'm not gonna i'm gonna try nico's name but um i i i encouraged you to uh at least uh keep keep an eye on the communications field because i think you can be uh, a superstar if you wanted to on uh tv what what are the chances that jacob warren is on my tv set about 10 years from now the over under man, I don't know. Um, it, it was kind of be a matter of, of what I kind of fall into and what I decide. Um, you know, I'm interested, and in. I think that, uh, like you said, I think I do think I'd be good at it, and I do think that that's something that I could definitely see myself doing. Um, maybe you know, maybe we'll have to have more conversation about it. I don't really know what it looks like. I don't know how you get into it. I don't know what you know area I'd want to be in, but um, yeah, for sure, I think there's so many options that it's. Uh, I'm, I've got a pretty good uh, situation here. Yeah, well, you do. I think I can take care of you too. So uh, you you've always got my phone number, so I can mm-hmm. hook you up with the right people. He is Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. Again, uh, the Vol Report with Jacob is brought to you by Doctors Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn. Let's get to this NIL portal, and I'm not going to ask you about specific guys because that's their business. Just like you had your business last year, I have my business. Um, decisions that we make concerning ourselves are those decisions, but right. the number of people that of Tennessee players that have entered the portal. And I want to remind everybody, you can enter the portal and come back. So these aren't final decisions, but it does seem like a big number to me. Um, what, what, what do you make of the number of guys that seem interested? Um, you know, there, there's definitely multiple ways to go about it. I think, you know, I'll focus on the one that, you know, I think is positive and, and puts a positive light on things is, um, you know, this team is is doing a great job, right? We're putting, well, not we, I guess our coaches and everything are, are putting people in positions to be extremely successful, right? Um, so you have guys like that who are going to, you know, again, with the world of NIL, I'm sure there's plenty of, of money. There's plenty of opportunities out there for a lot of guys to go and, and, and man, 
put themselves in a great place, you know, whether it be financially or just for the draft or whatever it may be, be able to go and, and you know, explore options and be able to, again, like you said, progress and get as far as you can in this phase of your life. Um, then again, I think that, you know, there's guys that are in the portal, you know, for the reason of going to try to find somewhere to play, right? I think that you know, at a certain point you realize as a player that, you know, some places just might not be the place for you. Um, and I think that it's very, it's very, um, you know, mature and it's very uh, self-aware and very, I don't even know what the right word is, but it, it's hard to make that decision to say like, yeah, this place is not for me. Like whether, regardless of whether it's, you know, you know, hopefully no one thinking they're not good enough. Right. But, but um, just looking at the situation, how it is and saying, Hey, there's a couple guys ahead of me that I don't necessarily see myself passing anytime soon. Like, let me go try to find some competition somewhere else or, you know, maybe, you know, a level that, that, you know, better suits me or whatever it may be. Right. <clears throat> there's so many different reasons why guys into the portal. And, um, you know, I've definitely you know, spoken my mind on this and, and my piece about it, but I think that, man, if, again, if that's what, if that's what makes you happy. Right. And that's where, you know, you think you'll be the most successful, then who am I to tell you that that's a bad decision, right? And I know you're not saying it's a bad decision either. I'm just saying, you know, who, mm-hmm. who, who am I to you know, keep somebody or say anything about a guy for, for leaving this program to go find a better fit? So, With guys' decisions, um, how much or how high on the list for most guys is, is NIL money? Because you, it's getting to the point where you have an opportunity to have about a real, real, real income, a significant income via NIL money. So how many guys do you think, not out of your group, but just in general in college football, do you think that tops the list? Um, You know, this might be, uh, I don't know what the, I don't know what the word is for it, but it might be wrong of me to compare it to this. But I mean, as, as just a person right in the world, um, and you're looking for a job, you're looking for a career, you're going to look for, the most competitive pay, right? Who's going to give me the most money for the job that I'm doing? Um, can I go to this place and they you know, do this and give me this and give me that, all these benefits, right? Like that's a part of, of choosing a career and choosing someone to work for in the real world. So why, you know, why not it be a part of, of kind of what we got going on here? Obviously that takes away a little bit of the uh, amateur status, I guess, that, you know, we're called to uphold and, and that we have had so long in NCAA, um, but truly is becoming whatever business right it's become a point where people have to make decisions based on their families right and some people have kids literally like a lot of guys on the team have other people that are depending on them to make money or, or to do whatever so um i think that <clears throat> the end of the day is nil is a business and you either learn how to take advantage of it and make the best of it or, or you kind of let it pass by but um, definitely across the board i think nil has become a very large piece of, of this whole thing no, I, I, I and and I understand that. Listen, that money to some extent does make the world go round in some facets of of life. One thing that I would encourage people to to take a look at would be you, frankly, because you, you have managed your own thing this year and uh, your nil uh, opportunities and you, you, you hustled a little bit. Um, and I think that's what people need to do. I think, um, if, if a player is expecting just to show up at a school and make a lot of money because they have NIL money, Mm -hmm. it's probably a little short-sighted, I would think. Am I right? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think I agree, um, in a way, 
you know, there, there is um, just natural value that people have, right? There's going to be, you know, value in starting quarterbacks. There's going to be value in you know, edge rushers, right? And there's going to be value in offensive line. There's value everywhere, right? But um, let's see, I don't know. I don't really, again, don't know how to exactly phrase it, but um, it's gotten to the point where it has just become a almost not entitlement, but just a feeling of, yeah, like I, I should be getting paid or, or um, you know, I, I shouldn't have to go do signings. I shouldn't have to go. And when you talk about hustle and stuff, I guess for the people that don't know, like there's a lot of things that, you know, I've either set up for myself or just had opportunities come to me, right. From other people, from just, you know, networking or just you know, mutual connections and stuff of, you know, me negotiating deals and, and talking about you know what's fair, what's not fair, what my time looks like and like being able to manage myself and being able to make decisions for myself, make money, you know, that other people aren't necessarily don't have that access to right on this team. There, there's opportunities that I have just because of who I am and where I'm from and, and who I know, you know, that have gotten me to the point that I'm at. Um, and that's not necessarily the biggest thing you see in NIL. That's not what a lot of people think about. A lot of people think about just the collectives and just, you know, it's not pay for play. Right. But just like, at this point in this in this thing, you kind of have to pay to get players out of the portal, right? That's not really a thing of guys just transferring because they want to be at a new school. Like that's usually the expectation is that that they're getting paid, and um, you know that's not for everybody, right? But that's definitely for a lot of the big time guys that you know you see moving around around the portal. You know, you you told me something really early when we were talking about nil and the potential pitfalls. I uh, said, so you think it's going to be okay that an offensive guard looks at the starting quarterback and he makes significantly more. Yeah. And I thought you, you were so profound when you said he's the starting quarterback, he's going to get more. I yeah. get that as Jacob Ward. I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Right. Does everybody though understand that? I think for the most part, I think if you, um, if you pay attention just to trends and you pay attention to how it is at the highest level too, right? Like you've got, you know, you've got all your franchise tag guys. You've got all your guys that are making a lot of money. You've got guys that are making minimum salaries. you got uh, just, it's just the thing, right? And it's very well known. I think if you look at kind of how it's gone in the NFL with, with a lot of the running backs around the league, right? That, that position, according to media, according to these people, to a lot of people in the league, that position is very undervalued, very underpaid and, 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 not quite shown as much respect or love with through their payment, whatever it may be. Right. But that's just the nature of the beast. Like, yeah, it it stinks. Right. But again, that left guard's not going to make as much as the tackle, not going to make as much as, you know, the quarterback or the star wide receiver. Like that's just kind of how it is. And if you don't understand that, then um, I suggest you try to, because uh, it's it's not a fair world. It's not a fair league. And um, it's just part of it, I guess. All right. So let me ask you this. Would, I mean, if this was in in regular private business, it would be called uh, like socialism. But what would you think of some sort of um, some sort of system that paid everybody an equal amount? A standardized system that it allows for fair pay for everyone that's doing the same job, right? Yes. Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it would work. Uh, me and my buddies, I, again, I got to talk about it on, on this show a lot. I'm friends with a lot of guys that just happen to be walk-on players, right, or, or guys that aren't getting paid NIL stuff. And um, 
there's conversations about how things could be done better for them as well, right? And and how you look at some schools across the, the nation and they're able to, you know, cover all their walk-ons, tuitions and everything like that through these NIL uh, collectives. And, and yeah, maybe, you know, some of the top guys take a hit on some of their things, right? But, you know, if the whole team's getting taken care of, I, I don't know, I feel like that the culture is is different around it. But yeah, man, if you can... I don't know. I'm, I don't think everyone necessarily should be paid the same. I don't. I think that there's value with you know within each person. I think that it's what it's about, right? It's about realizing your value to a team and realizing your value to the to the organization. And um, you know, quite frankly, if if I bring in more value, if I'm more valuable, like we'll just put quotes on that because obviously I'm no more valuable than anybody else. But in this NIL regards, like if I'm more valuable than another player, within you know, as a competitor and as just a man with pride, right? I, I'd prefer to be paid for that, right? And I think that that's just a very normal thing that everyone experiences, you know, in their careers and, and in the workforce. Um, so I don't know, man. It, it honestly goes both ways, and, and I can see both ways. Um, I would not be the one to have to try to figure it out because <laughs> not my job and hopefully not my job anytime soon. So uh, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. No, absolutely. Um, all that being said, you know, Cooper Mays has has a decision to make, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure part of it's NIL. I'm sure part of it's the fact that he loves Knoxville. I'm sure part of the fact that, on the flip side, he, he would like to get his NFL career started. But I'm just going to ask you, how, how important would he be? You're going to be gone, but how important would his return be to the 2024 football team? Yeah, um, you're talking about – Guys with value, right? He he's got an extreme amount of it um, on the field for sure. Just the way he plays and the way he communicates, and that's something we talked about early in the season too. Is you know you can kind of tell the difference whenever Cooper's not out there. You kind of understand like things are just different the way they flow, and and you know it's just whatever it is. Like just on the field has a lot of value, but off the field as well, man. Like everyone that watches the show, I'm sure probably watches that one too. So everybody knows how how just cool of a guy he is, and and how much um, not like you know, rah, rah, like loud energy he brings, but just the energy that he brings of, of just the, the calmness and steadiness and uh, just his toughness throughout everything, man. He uh, has a lot of value to the team. And so obviously, yeah, it would be great for him to, to be back another one uh, for the program and, and for the team and for the offensive line and the quarterback. You know, I think it would be great for Nico to have a guy that has an extreme amount of experience. Um, but at the same time, is it also can see him being extremely successful next level in, in, in whatever he's doing. So, um, again, haven't haven't talked to him. Maybe maybe I should. Maybe I you know, you know, just see kind of where his mind's at and and try to pick his brain about what he's feeling. But um, man, I know he'll he'll make a great decision. Give give me an example of a game that if if you can, if you can think of one, mm-hmm. a game that was perhaps in question where his either even killness, which isn't a word, his even killed demeanor or his competitive fire really truly affected the game in a clutch situation. Um, you know, I don't, I can't, again, can't give like a specific time. Right. But I, I <clears throat> remember times, right. And I'll, I'll preface this by saying no one's perfect. Right. He's, he's an amazing player, but he loses sometimes too. Right. So there's a, a situation that um, won't get into the game or whatever, but just say it was uh, you know, a pass pro or something. Right. And he's fighting his man one on one, like which he ends up a lot with with these nose guards and stuff, one on one, and just kind of his guy is kind of leaking off of the edge or whatever, and, and 
looks like he's like losing, right? And I come up and I'm able to help him or chip him or whatever and just kind of help him out. Like the ability to, man, be, be so, I don't know, it's weird. The ability to be so appreciative, right, in the moment and just understand like he truly looks at me and goes, thank you so much. <laughs> like, and like the fact that, I don't even know how to, how to, I'm explaining this, but he's very good at being, you know, I don't know what it is. Just being a good teammate, man. Like, and, and understand that, you know, I have his back. He has my back. I think he's the biggest thing with him that I've never questioned, right? If, if I'm losing on a block and answer or something, he's always right there, you know, behind me. If, if he's losing on something, I make sure I'm, I'm peeking to try to help him out. And I think that, you know, again, that could be had with anybody on the field, but I, I truly feel like that. It's something that, that me and Coop have had for, for these last couple of years that we played together um, that sticks out to me, you know what I'm saying, in his ability to – and I guess that's not really what you ask about his even-keeled, uh, you know, nature, right? But um, just being able to just, man, snap and focus and just look out for his teammates while also taking care of his job and, and make sure everybody knows that, you know, he's got their back. Now, there there are uh, certainly <clears throat> uh, times in, in which there's – uh, it's called for a fiery nature and then an even kill nature. Center is one of those positions. I think for the most part, you want to be pretty even kill. You want to get too high yeah. or, or, or or too low. Uh, a couple more things. Uh, the Vol Report brought to you by Doctors Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn. Look at me with no glasses, no contacts. Enjoy life better when you see better. And they're local. They They care about you. And you're going to be well taken care of. I'll give you an example. They called me on a Sunday evening. Uh, two days after surgery, just to make sure that everything was okay. And that was my doctor, not just uh, someone at the office. They're awesome. Uh, Doctors Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn, LASIK surgery, cataract surgery as well. Uh, why will this Tennessee football team and you be fired up for a Citrus Bowl against Iowa when – Last year, it was 10-2, and two, Orange Bowl. I knew you guys were going to be fired up for this game. For sure. I'll be honest with you, man to man. I wonder, would this football team be fired up for a Citrus Bowl against Iowa? Um, you know, I think one thing that kind of helps, right, is that I, I do believe we got one of the better bowls that we probably could have, right? An 8-4 team, I think, getting in Citrus Bowl playing the you – know, didn't win the championship, but the runner-up of, of the championship for their conference. And – um you know, I think that <clears throat> I think it's a great challenge, right? I think it, it, that it's a, they're a great team. They have a great defense. And I think it's what fires me up is being able to go and play against a defense like that that is known for holding people to, you know, not many points, right? And and just being extremely stout, being extremely tough and, and hard-nosed and a lot of stuff and being able to just kind of mix the two types of ball, right? We play very different styles of, of offense for sure. Um you know, they play a style of defense that, you know, we've seen before, right? But they, they do they do a good job as we're kind of starting to get looking at it and just watch a little bit more of it. But, man, Orlando's going to be a great city. It's going to be, you know, a great environment. We're going to get to do a lot of really cool things. And uh, I think if yesterday, if, not yesterday, if last year's your first bowl experience, I think if you're a freshman and that was the very first thing you came into and it was like, wow, this is, this is what it is. Like, this is what it's like. I think that, you know, you maybe have a, a weird feeling about this one, about like, oh, it's not the same, whatever. But, um, man, if you've been through, you know, kind of the things that a lot of the guys in the program have been through, um, you cherish this one and you understand that, you know. Yeah, I've been in the, in the like, worst bowls, right? And I've been in a very good bowl. I haven't been in one that's kind of like, 
just a really good bowl. You know, I haven't I haven't quite experienced that yet, right? You have a Gator Bowl, which is a good bowl, a Mississippi Bowl, which is a good bowl, and then the freaking Orange Bowl, which is you know one of the best. Now let's find let's find one right in the middle, right, that we can go to and just man have a good time. I'm excited to to you know finish the career off the right way and and hopefully gonna land against a good defense. And um, yeah, I know I kind of just babbled on, but that's kind of how I feel about it. As far as festivities and stuff, I think you'll be really happy. The citrus is much closer to the orange than some of the other bowl mentioned bowls you mentioned because uh, they've got a lot going on for you guys. You, you'll love the citrus bowl. I was happy for you guys on a personal level when when you got uh, uh, chosen to go there. So uh, again, he is Jacob Warren. I'm gonna go ahead and predict it. I got a minimum of eight catches, two touchdown passes, 150 yards in the citrus bowl. And that's only going to go up as the month rolls on. Let's do it. <laughs> he is Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports.